the road to Acapulco is very hard indeed And it isn't any better if you haven't any weed Henry's driving hard straight on Tizzy Mountain Road Fifty people waiting back in Welcome to the Nice Guys Delivery Podcast. I'm Rob Bleetstein, and today we've got a leader in the commercial cannabis industry with us. I am very pleased to introduce you to Richard Clay from Sublime Canna. Thank you, Rob. Glad to be here. You're involved with sales for Sublime, a company based in Oakland, California, that's known for super high quality and innovative cannabis products. And judging by the awards and rave reviews you guys have uh, racked up you know, over the past year and a few years, that's got to assist your job greatly, I'd imagine. Um, tell us a little bit about your history in the industry and how you landed at Sublime. Okay. So my history is I've been around this industry most of my life um, on both sides of the fence. Um, in the medical industry, when it was medical to dispensaries, selling to them. And, and previous uh, to Sublime, I was a VP for a, a worldwide LED light manufacturing company for Cannabis Grows. So I would travel around the country and sell them to other countries but uh, to actually facilitate and taking out the old style double-ended bulbs and the halogens and, and now growing with LED lights. And before that, I was a sales manager for a global LED light manufacturing company. So we were kind of crazy back then because that wasn't the norm. <laughs> and what about your days before medical? Before medical, well, I've owned several companies before. I've had an IT company. I worked for Toshiba. I've done many different things. Um, I've been a, I was a suit guy for 20 years, which I'm, as you can see now, I'm glad I'm not a suit guy. <laughs> I love this industry. So I, I've gravitated towards this, and as old as I am, I'm excited to actually be in this market without looking over my shoulder and actually doing this for a living and paying my taxes and being above board. Were you growing in your early days? Yeah, actually, I was growing up until about four years ago. Um, actually, three years ago. So I grew, my first plant I grew in my closet with an old street light that somebody climbed up and got one for us. And did it in our closet. We had this one plant. It turned out to be a male plant, of course. <laughs> All the seeds everywhere were like, oh, no. But uh, that, that was probably like 18. Uh, you know, that's when I first started. Uh, but I've been around in the industry for many, many moons. And uh, my father's was an avid smoker his whole life I've ever known. Um, a lot of my family, um, they had jobs and businesses, but they smoked and you just wouldn't know it, but they did daily. That's very interesting. Um, you seem to be, you know, I'd say over 30. Um, <laughs> so having, having parents of that generation, that it wasn't too common that most people's parents were smoking weed at that point in time. Right. Yeah, my fa my father was actually in the Korean War, so there you go. And were you California-based during this? Yes, I, I was born and raised in uh, Central California, four generations. My family were farmers. I still have family that are farmers in the Central Valley. Yeah, been, been around growing my whole life and love it. I was on a tractor, driving, cultivating, and uh, 12 years old. It was just what we did. Sublime has scored multiple Hempcom awards all over the globe and has several Emerald Cup awards too. Um, does your role in sales flow over into that world too, or is that a marketing department or some other department's gig? Well, what's great about Sublime is from the top level, our CEO, Almer, down through even the board members and executives, down to sales managers, not everybody, they always ask for our feedback, and that's from the whole sales team. And what's exciting is that you know, I've worked for other companies, I've owned companies, and to see how they want us to give us them the information and, and our knowledge 
to help the company grow and add products and do things has really helped us ex to really grow this year at about 300% we grew this year. So that's pretty, it's pretty darn good. We're now the top selling pre-roll in all of California. <laughs> I can see why. Um, let's talk about my favorite product of yours, one that's really helped me tremendously through this pandemic. And that's the, <laughs> and that's the fuzzies, which for anyone well, unfamiliar out there, Fuzzies are these delicious tasting, highly potent infused pre-rolls. Some of them dipped in keef, rolled in keef, and, and they're just a pure delight. Um, what can you tell us about the origins of the infusion world, and when did you first get turned on to this cannabis innovation? So um, I've been with the company two and a half years, and the company started in 2013. So when they originally started, they were manufacturing distillate uh, for vape carts, and that's where it all started. So what happened from that is that the, the, the previous CEO and one of the co-founders said, you know what, I bet we can build a better one. And so what happened is that there was a, comp there was a competitor out there that they said, okay, we can, we can actually make a better product at a better price. And it, it kind of started out slow. But everybody thinks Fuzzies, they don't even realize it's sublime until they look actually the name on the box. They just think Fuzzies is a company. But it's a sublime company. It's just a product of sublime. That we manufacture. So fuzzies started about I think it's five years ago, roughly. We started with the fuzzies, and we were actually uh, ranked I think I don't know, 14th last year, and now we're number one this year. And that's in all pre rolls. That's not just infused. That's every pre roll in the market. My first um, you know exposure to fuzzies was just I, I just I just kind of couldn't believe it. And you know, and then <laughs> trying several of them, you know, there's hash infused, there's live rosin infused. Actually, we um, don't have live rosin. It's actually oh, live, it's resin. Live, 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 live resin. resin. It's resin, not rosin. Correct. Tell us the difference right there. Yeah, so you know, with live resin, that's actually when you take the plant um, right when it's finished, they chop it down, and then they flash freeze it. So it keeps all the cannabinoids in there. So the difference between live resin and distillate is a huge difference. You get an entourage effect from a live resin versus a distillate is just THC with terpenes added. Versus with live resin, you get every cannabinoid out of the plant, just as if you smoke the flower, but in a more concentrated form, of course. You know, and then rosin, that's a whole different thing. That's another process. Um, keep your ears out. There might be something coming next year. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we just, we just uh, launched our shorties. Um, actually, it's been a week and a half, two weeks. Um, and our new shorties now are um, hitting 41 to 46 percent. They come in a five pack, three and a half grams total, and then we have a single packs now, which are like 0.7. So we have them in uh, indica, sativa, and hybrid, and those have light resin in them as well as distillate. I gotta say again, the potency factor is really there. You you don't even have to look at numbers on these things because so. Uh, <laughs> Um, and that's to say, you take a, you know, some people, a few hits will do you, some people, a whole one will do you, but, um, you know, they're, they're really great. And, and then the whole roll dipped in Keef, rolled in Keef, that whole thing, just the whole combination of it just really intrigues me and the taste is great. And if you're like me and consuming more than your normal days of can day of cannabis. You mean medicating? <laughs> yeah, I, medicating. You know, there's a lot to medicate through this pandemic. So <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's interesting you brought that up. So actually, all of those pre rolls are actually hand rolled in wax, and oil wax, and then rolled in keef by hand. So every single one of those pre rolls, anybody opens up, somebody's hands touched it with gloves, of course. But it, they're, they're actually hand rolled. And that's for quality control to make sure there's no tears, no rips, and, and it's done correctly. And if they're not, 
they don't go in the box. And I'd probably say before pandemic, they were probably masked as well, just to not yes. get destroyed. On on oh yeah, on it, it looks like an operation room. Looks like somebody's operating in there. That's how it is. <laughs> Everybody's got the hair nets and the whole nine yards and the gowns and everything. The whole innovation of cannabis and the the multiple avenues of things are different besides just harvesting a plant, drying it, um, consuming it <laughs> in a in a joint or a bong or a pipe or whatever. Um, Still popular, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, did, did but it's all changed, that, you're right. Yeah, did all that take a veteran like you by surprise when this all – I mean, is it, it's probably not more than the last 10 years where all this crazy scientific innovation and new discoveries and new generations taking on new ways of, of the plant. Did that, did that all take you by surprise? And But you know, it's funny. I've been around this. I have friends that are like well-known in this industry and in the extraction in this, for in the extraction of actually moving that forward to where it is now from 15 years ago. They actually designed aerospace parts and different things and built these machines doing uh, BHO, which was butane-driven extraction, which I still think is the best. <laughs> and, and, what, and, and I've been around it so long and have so many friends in it. I've seen it. And I have friends that are like half my age, you know, and older and I love to hang around the younger guys and and the younger women because you know what's going on now is just changing just like technologies it's just changing so fast and I just can't wait to see what the future is going to bring us but I've been around it quite a while you know um, at the point like when I told you I was selling LED lights and everybody thought you were nuts for growing LED lights and now you have to say anybody who's growing top shelf or anything that's of quality and they have a business their return on investment, they are moving towards LED lights, which, you know, eight years ago, it just wasn't their technology. Is there any outdoor farming or products available? Um, outdoor products, yeah. So we have your, our, your, our Roll Your Own um, product that actually is infused. It comes with a crutch and papers in it. We have an eights, quarters, and halves, and that's outdoor. Um, you know, we're either greenhouse or outdoor. We're, we're looking in the future to do some different things. I can't say right now, which is pretty exciting. But in the next couple of quarters, Sublime is going to be launching quite a few new products um, that are going to, you know, we're always trying to stay ahead. If we're not, we're going to get left behind. <laughs> and is that farming done by the company itself? or are you? Outside? No, it's not. No, it's not. We actually, the Emerald Triangle, we have great relationships we've had since the beginning. We believe in small and medium farmers, and then we have contracts with them. So those contracts are for their plants, how we want them grown, what potencies we want them at, and all the criteria that we're asking them to produce it in. And, and we actually pay extra for you know what we're getting. Um, but what's great is we have so many great relationships with other people in this industry that have been around a long time that we buy from. So it's, it's, it's kind of like the family mom and pops. We're, we're not a big corporation, <laughs> so you know we're trying to be uh, a bigger company, but not in the corporate model. And is your testing done in-house or is that outsourced? Well, we do testing in-house before it goes out, so yes. You mentioned you're a fan of you're a fan of the butane extraction process. How come you're a, Why do you like butane more than the CO2? Well, CO2 is is fabulous, um, and we do we do CO2 as well. But you can only process so much at a time. With the butane, you can extract way more. And with butane now, you know, with testing, there's nothing left in there anymore. It's all gone. I mean, if you went to Whole Foods right now and you bought all the organic vegetables and took it to the labs that we go to. Probably, you know, all of them would fail for some kind of pesticide or something or whatever, microbes or anything like that. So 
I like butane because it's an entourage effect to me. That's where a lot of live resin is done. So live resin is mostly done through butane extraction. So you're getting every cabinoid, it pulls everything out. You get all the terpenes, all the cabinoids, all the flavors, everything. That's why I like it. Is the process of extracting the resin, is that a, is that a across the board standard kind of thing? Or does everyone have their own sort of little recipe of doing it? Well, you know how it is. It's, it's just like a grower. Everybody's got their own little tricks. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Okay. So there's, so there's some ancient, ancient family secrets in the sublime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how we infuse our uh, fuzzies. They won't even tell us because they don't want us to accidentally tell anybody else. So. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. What about strain selection for that goes into the fuzzies? Is that always an ongoing search and experimentation? Always, always. And we've added like we've just added our shorty, shorties. Now we have dosi dough. Uh, we have uh, fruit punch, white runs. You know, as we get more and more, we're expanding more and more flavors. But we want consistency. That's our goal at Sublime is that, you know, we want you to be able to go back to, in, we want you to be able to go to any store in the state, and you know it's going to be exactly the same product as you get in SoCal, NorCal, Central Cal, it doesn't matter. So consistency is, is our biggest reason, and to do that, that's why we don't have 100 different strains. That's why we only have a few select, and then we gravitate to one that we want, and we add it to the, to the lineup, to our SKUs, and then we know consistently we can get that product. Beautiful. How's Sublime handling all the states that are coming on board and embracing legalization or medical? Are you in every state at the moment? And is there an effort to constantly move into the states that come along? Well, you know, uh, you know, years ago, I heard our goal was to go across the nation. We're all in California. But if it goes legal across the whole United States, I, I don't see why we wouldn't be thinking about that. Um, I can't speak for the company, but, you know, previous executives have told me that that aren't here anymore and i, I don't know if that's going to happen but it, it only makes sense you know for us to do it so right now is sublime strictly just california just california company california grown aha uh -huh. <laughs> we feel honored <laughs> what are your personal thoughts on interstate commerce would that make your job easier more crazy i think what's your prognosis your, your predictions or whatever you know i I, it's going to be like, I, I equate it to craft beer, right? Craft beer. So you got the wonderful, amazing Vinny and Natalie that make Russian River Brew. They make Pliny the Elder. They make, you know, Blind I'm going on and on. Their beers are amazing. And, and they've always stayed local to California, but they have started distributing a little bit farther out. But they want to make sure it stays fresh and the quality is there. So... We don't want to be a Budweiser. No offense to Budweiser. If anybody drinks it, I hope I didn't offend anybody. <laughs> but, you know, you can just get that anywhere. But is it really, an, you know, is it something you'll drink every day? Maybe. Uh, some people will. But craft beer has taken over the market uh, extensively. So that's kind of where I think I see this industry going. You know, people are very, uh, not fickle, but they like to have different things and try different things. But it's got to be of that craft beer quality. Has the company been approached by vendors or, or companies in other states? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We do a lot of white labeling for a lot of brands in California that I cannot tell you, but we do do a lot of white labeling okay. as well for companies in California. Great. Did you personally ever envision legalization in your early days of cannabis use? And I had a dream that it would happen. And I, and I always thought in my lifetime it would happen. I didn't think it happened at my age now, which isn't young, but I thought I'd be like, you know, close to dying and then it'd probably be like oh here we go finally but no it's 
it's exciting. There's a lot of people in this industry like Todd McCormick um, who have been advocates um, and, and, you know, Jack Herrera, just all these people who have just pushed the boundaries. We, I can sit here all day and say who they are, but we, if you're in the industry, you know. And, and they've actually pushed that envelope to make it where everybody can walk into a store and buy it, you know, through medical and then through recreational medical. So I'm, I'm excited. I can't see what the future's. I can't wait for the future. On the awards front, have you been, um, have you gone to cannabis cups in Amsterdam back in the day? And I assume you've probably taken in a few Emerald cups in your day, maybe. Oh yeah. Lots of Emerald cups. I've been there lots. <laughs> we just won. What was it? Like, I'm trying to remember, you know, how this year has been. Was it last year? I think we won it the year before. Anyway, we went up for our CBD products and you know, we pull up all of our stuff out of stock. We're not making a special, cart just for the emerald cup to enter it we just pull it right out of inventory and we got first and second which was which was exciting on our cv carts but yeah i i have not been to amsterdam to, the, to any of those cups um i've been across the nation to different stuff you know and right now there's nothing going on as we know <laughs> we just won one in san diego we just won like the best cart our light resin cart just won one down in san diego i just got the text like a little while ago, but we just won one and then we're going to the high times cup too i believe all right Richard Clay is our guest here on the Nice Guys Delivery Podcast. Richard is from Sublime Canna, which is based in Oakland, California, correct? Correct. Getting ahead of the competition, which there's obviously plenty of, has that been at the forefront of the minds of everyone at Sublime? I imagine it is. And, and Fuzzies has certainly placed you there in my book. Um, I'd imagine things are always cooking and being dreamed up on the innovation side. I mean, without revealing any secrets, um, is there Anything you can hint at us or, or tell us, is there a magician or magic chef always stewing the pot over there? Well, just so you know, at Sublime, we're, we're always, we have a list of every quarter and new products that we're going to be bringing to the market. Now, keep in mind, we test these things and we all test them in the company and, and we do feedback. It's a blind test. So you can't say what this is. It's either an A, B, C, D, F, G, whatever it is, or a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and you just go online and we have this system and it's a lot of feedback, but you, you give your opinion, what you like, what you don't like, you know, and on and on. And so we do that throughout the company. And what's great about that is we get feedback from a, a diverse crowd versus just, you know, a few people who say, Oh yeah, this is going to be a great product. We should sell this. So we do have a whole list of different new products that are coming out <laughs> quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. So those will be coming online. You'll see some next. You'll see some next month, and probably the month after you'll start seeing. It's probably January, and February, and then by March you'll see several too. So that sounds like a nice fringe benefit, being a little taste tester. Uh... Yeah, I could show you my suitcase now. <laughs> <laughs> a question on the packaging on the sublime on the fuzzies that I hold in my hand. Um, there's this little. Um, any thoughts or moves to get away from the plastic element of it? You know, uh, we want to, and, and I do understand that. Uh, this doesn't have any BP or any of that in it, uh, any of the harsh chemicals. Our whole thing is a great product at a great price. So, you know, glass, we are talking about it, but then we're going to have to raise our prices. So, you know, it's that caveat. What do you do? Would be raise your prices and it isn't glass or you know, you're talking about the king fuzzies uh, and also the minis. Yeah, about yeah the, the slider. This thing, yeah. Yeah, that's plastic. I mean, could that somehow be some kind of cardboard and and still retain it? I probably not to retain. Got to be childproof. That's the hard yeah. part, you know. Uh, it's okay. got to be childproof. So that's the whole dilemma in this industry that we live in. You know, 
is that we have to have a child proof, you know, mm -hmm. I have liquor in my cabinet. I have a grandson who comes over, but that's not lock and key. I mean, you know, it's yeah. tough on us, you know, but I, I agree it's plastic and I know people don't like it, but you know, how many people drink out of plastic? I mean, if you're using the right plastic, you know, without any um, chemicals, I know it's not the best, but it's a cost factor basically for us. I got a new grinder the other day in the mail, and it came shrink-wrapped. That took me about 20 minutes till I finally <laughs> broke out a knife. I said, okay, I give up. I'm going to just cut it open. And it was wrapped in plastic, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is your territory all of the state covering? I cover from um, Port Wainimi, which is just right there, Ventura County, over Bakersfield. I'm the only one in the company that pretty much is everywhere. Most people have their own territories. And then I have North Bay is like my primary territory, but I have Tahoe area. I have accounts throughout the whole state. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of have a really good diverse feel on what moves here, what doesn't sell there, what we don't like over here, what we do like there, you know. Have you met Nevada residents who are crossing the border for your product? Actually, I have a, a, an account up here in South Lake Tahoe called Tahoe Wellness, you know, um, and they get a lot of Nevadans coming right up and over the hill there to come shop for cannabis. And then I have an account in Bishop, Sierra Green. They have people from Nevada that load up vans because <laughs> they get better product at a better price, and they come over here and they load up and go back. I, I would imagine so. It's not, not out of the question. That's where it's all started, California. Anything else you'd like to share with uh, our listeners today? No, I, I mean, I appreciate you having me on. Um, just look for, we got a bunch of promos going this month. So please, um, at retail stores, I'm sorry, nice guys, it's for retail locations. We're trying to help the retailers out due to the COVID right now because the walk-in traffic and people are afraid to go into the stores because of COVID. We want to help them to, you know, get more customers in the store. I have many delivery accounts, and those all the delivery accounts are doing really, really well during COVID because yeah. people have to leave their house. What's your thought on the del delivery aspect? I, I think uh, whoever has a delivery now is a genius, <laughs> and I do have stores that have delivery, which has benefited them. So, you know, um, in this day and time with Amazon, with, you know, everybody delivering to your house and you can be at home, I mean, you can sit there and time your uh, delivery for your uh, – your weed and your pizza guy at the same time. See who's going to get there first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you hope the weed guy gets there first. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's the whole point. You want to order, yeah. from, the, you want to order from nice guys delivery first. <laughs> What's your thoughts on from the um, sales side of somewhere like Marin County, where we're based at nice guys, where currently it's delivery only. Right. You know, it's, it's kind of funny because I have accounts all over and then I actually have delivery services that go into dry counties, which we call them, where they won't allow, you know, anybody to be there. And they do really, really well. So, you know, and, and Marin, you know, I live in Sonoma there for over 10 years. Um, people do like to have delivery um, stores, you know, are awesome. And you get to go in and look at everything. Right. But even in this day and time with COVID, you can't really touch anything. You can't smell anything. So I, I think you guys are, are doing quite well, I do believe. I, I'm just going to speak from my side of uh, uh, Subline. Uh, you guys order a lot, so you do well. <laughs> so we appreciate you. Well, like I said, these, these fuzzies are easy to catch on, easy to enjoy, easy to share, easy to turn people on to. Yeah, this, it's very true. And who knew that an infused pre-roll was going to be so popular I know you're, you know, we're probably close to the same age, 20 years ago. Who, who thought that an infused pre-roll? That, that's just all of it. The whole innovation, the whole 
dab scene, the rosin, the resin. I mean, the vape cartridge alone to get the infused flower is just to, yeah, to me, that's been probably the greatest treat of it all. You know, well, you know, in the seventies, I used to get my Lebanese golden hash. Mm. I get my Kai stick and I get my honey oil and then we put it all in a joint. That was kind of like hand infused, but that was pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely recall doing some crazy things back in the uh, – <laughs> all right, great. Richard Clay from Sublime Canada, thank you so much for joining us today on the Nice Guys Delivery Podcast. Check out Sublime at sublimecanada.com. Any other uh, links or calls to action or something you want to share with our friends? Yeah, just, just follow us on Instagram. We're, we're on Instagram as well, which is uh, Fuzzies. Um, it's under Sublime and Fuzzies. And follow us on Instagram. And then you can see where we're having promos at and when our new products land. We always, we're always going to throw it on Instagram first when we have new products launching. So everybody just look on our Instagram, follow us. And when we have our new stuff coming out, you'll be the first to see it before the stores even do. All right, Richard, thanks again very much. I'm Rob Bleatstein. Smoke them if you got them. And if you don't, hit up NiceGuysDelivery.com and check us out on our socials at NiceGuysDelivery. And we'll see you next time on the Nice Guys Delivery Podcast. What's old Jasper doing on that mountain? Sometimes we can see his fire from here. Sometimes we can see his fire from here.